uh, MVP and I, we've been talking offline before the episode started and we're uh, talking a little bit about each other's uh, new dietary uh, plans, if you will, so to say. Like, uh, it may may seem as a surprise to a lot of people, but not to us that uh, we're getting a lot older. Things are starting to not bend and twist as they used to. So, and then plus with a uh, doctor's advice, it's been kind of hinted to us either discreetly or very strongly that we need to start paying attention to what we're doing, uh, what we're eating, uh, our movements and stuff like that. So we're needless to say, we're at that age now where we got to mind our, ma- our personal maintenance, if that makes any sort of sense. <laughs> yeah. And by, uh, and by, and by some, we mean medical, you know, doctors, we mean medical, medical professionals and our spouses. Yes. Uh, the doctors say, Hey, we suggest you lose some weight, uh, change your diet up, this and that. Uh, and from the spouse side, uh, are you really going to eat that? You fat ass. Um, <laughs> yes. So, uh, so one's a medical professional, one's, uh, uh, encouraging you from a different angle. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> man, like, and I've joked about it too, but my, my wife nine, she actually has slapped food out of my hand because she tells me like, you're not supposed to be eating that. You know, you're not supposed to be eating that you piece of shit. You. I mean, she probably says it a little bit more colorful than how I said it, but it, the, the message gets pointed across. I'm like, but I just got that <laughs> as I'm staring at it on the ground, like a, ch- like a, a crybaby child, you know, like, uh. <laughs> you don't understand what kind of a day it was. <laughs> right. And uh, ooh, I'm going to be, I'm going to tattletale myself a little bit and MVP might uh, be able to say the same thing is, when you're in a situation where it's very stressful, right? It's either one of those cases where you starve yourself or you binge eat like everything in sight. Uh, I've have bits and pieces of both. Like some days I forget what food is and other days, like you can't put enough in front of my face and it probably has something to do too with how bad my day went. And some of the TV shows I watched in the midst of it, that kind of encouraged me to do it. So, (laughs) um, Example is um, I've been watching a lot of uh, TV shows where there's been a lot of food in, in the in the mix. Like they're either eating big buffet style uh, stuff or uh, one of the opening scenes is there in a restaurant or some shit like that. And I don't know if that's intentional or if that's just how my brain received it. But I'm like, I need to binge eat something now. Like I got to stuff my face. Um, that's probably my that's that probably doesn't help either. So. <laughs> did you happen to notice that feeling though? Like uh, we had mentioned before, but when it's like, you know, one o'clock, one thirty to two, somewhere in there and you're sitting there going, God, I'm dizzy. Like I'm drunk. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you realize you haven't eaten yet. Yep. And then, so, so you're like, well, it's already so close to going home. I'm not going to eat now. And then by the time you get home, that's when you're like, all right, the, the binge session's on. Yep. Uh, most definitely. And I've done that plenty of times too, especially if, depending on how hectic the workday is. I forget that I even brought lunch. Like I, it's one of those, like the deadlines need to get hit or whatever the task is like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. Uh, let me just take an extra 10 minutes. Then 10 minutes turns into 30 minutes, turns into two hours. Next thing you know, it's almost quitting time. And I haven't even touched my, my, uh, my lunch or whatever the heck it was I brought to work that day. And Sometimes I think that's on purpose for some places where like they tell you to stop what you're doing to go have a lunch, because if there wasn't some kind of a, Hey, you need to go eat lunch now that I would totally forget that I even brought lunch. 
if that makes any sort of sense to anybody. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. Because I can tell you, like, all right, as soon as I finish this meeting, I'm going to go grab something to eat, and then it'll be on to the next meeting or phone call or whatever the cases or this one task that I've been putting off for a week, right? I'm finally going to get time to do it. The minute you leave that meeting, somebody pulls you aside, the phone rings, an email comes through, and next thing you know, it's uh, it's three in the afternoon. Yep. So this is uh, something that, again, like we said, like some, we've been receiving a lot of doctorly advice, sometimes from spousal advising that, hey, uh, you need to tone it down a little bit. You need to relax what you're doing, get some more movement in and be better about what the stuff you're putting in your system. Um, This is also kind of like when we got this little education about your inner biome, if anyone's ever heard of that before, like um, the stuff that's rolling around in your gut is, has its own ecosystem more or less. And whatever you're eating or whatever you're not eating, it kind of cultivates that, the type of uh, environment in your system. Um, example, like say if you eat a lot of greasy food, you're going to have the air quotes bad ecosystem where like, it's kind of like the, the smog cover in Los Angeles kind of thing. <laughs> and your entire system's like struggling to breathe, even though they, I mean, they were making it, but it's not the best line. And then you have like the clear skies, green pastures and all this other stuff. If you eat right and then everything's hunky dory and everything works the way it should. Um, what we personally have learned, especially when it comes to that kind of system or that kind of eating is how you cultivate your the ecosystem in your stomach kind of determines how you feel throughout the day. If that makes any sort of sense to anybody. Uh, we're not no dietitian by any means, but this is just kind of stuff that just been taught to us. I'm kind of re- we're kind of repeating it back for everyone to listen to. And it was a it was a my eye opener for us. I'm like, wait, so the stuff that you d- eat and how you take care of yourself actually determines how good or bad you feel, huh? Weird. And uh, case uh, example is like say like uh, if you eat a lot of uh, greasy foods or you drink a lot of alcohol. It cultivates your system to want more of that stuff. But uh, since they're very greasy and they're very uh, fatty, say, for lack of a better word, fatty, it it makes your body work more to process it and, or store more of it. And it takes a while for it to, to work its way through if you're not burning it off uh, all the time. And having all that stuff, having all that extra load just... Uh, storing in your system not being used it kind of makes you very lethargic and want to keep doing it and then next you know you start coming into the more you're more stress eating you're more uh, lax not lax but you're more uh, lethargic you're less energetic to do things you find less less and less interest or enthusiasm and stuff things of that nature again like I'm we're no uh, dietitian here but this is the kind of stuff that uh, that's been taught to us and if you really want to learn more of this stuff, we highly suggest uh, looking up a dietitian and kind of figure out where your inner biome, your inner ecosystem is sitting so you know what you can and shouldn't uh, do. Um, but for us, for instance, uh, one of the things that we've been doing for some time now is like overnight oats where like um, we get some oats, like whole oats, steel cut, whichever the case may be, whichever floats your boat. Uh, have I, it in. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one. At one point, I uh, at a at a gym I was going to. There's a lady there. She was a, a fitness competition model, but she she had mentioned something that was like steel cut or rolled or better. Yeah. And I want to say she wanted. She said 
rolled oats and mm-hmm. I, I don't remember why something nutrient wise, you know, it was, uh, it was, she said it was better for you. Anyways, before we jump into the overnight oats thing, you had mentioned something a few minutes back about how, you know, kind of what you eat determines, uh, how good you feel. Yeah. But what a lot of people don't understand is, is your gut health. Um, yes. how important, I mean, you have bacteria, good bacteria in your gut and you have some bad bacteria too, but you know, the bad bacteria feeds off the, the sugars and the, the, the bad fats and all that other kind of stuff. Um, so it's good to get a probiotic in you. Uh, I would highly suggest getting on a, a vitamin routine, especially for, for you know us maintainers who live our lives at nighttime. I mean, it's so important. It's so important to uh, get your vitamins in you and get some vitamin D, right? Mm-hmm. The best way to get vitamin D is from the sun. But again, if you're a, if you're a gremlin like the rest of us have been, uh, seeing the sun sometimes is, is almost non-existent. Yep. <laughs> so, so get, get some vitamin D in you and that, that'll help as well. Um, but you know, like six said, uh, if you, especially if you work on the road, right. If you've ever been an AOG person or you work long hours, um, you go for what's available and open when you get off work. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I am the number one perpetrator of this, uh, especially when I was, you know, on the road to be down in Texas and, Every day you you get up and you were running by 10 a.m. and you get back to your hotel by 3 a.m. Well, what's the only thing open at 3 a.m.? Whataburger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you go there and you get the number four. And that's the, uh, I think it was the bacon jalapeno, if I remember right. That's pathetic that I remember that. <laughs> Some of their spicy ketchup for the fries and, and go to town, drink a large sweet tea, and then rack out for four or five hours. Right. Uh, you know. It gets harder as you get older too, right? And and six and I aren't 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 old by any stretch of the word, although our bodies may feel and tell us differently. But again, do I feel this way because because uh, you know I'm just getting older? No, I, I I still eat terribly from time to time, more than I should, and and uh, it it just takes so much longer to recover though than a than a you know a 22 year old uh, right. body does. But, uh, so, so get yourself a, a hefty vitamin regimen and, uh, try to get some probiotics for your gut. If you can get the probiotics that you keep in the refrigerator, again, understand that being on the road, that might be a little difficult. So anything's better than nothing. But if you have the ability, get the ones that are the live probiotics that, uh, those pills you have to keep in the fridge, keep the probiotics, uh fresh those seem to have those seem to have had the biggest significance uh of a positive impact on myself mm-hmm. so and, and you know um i take maybe six vitamins a day and i feel like i need to switch it up a little bit and modify some things but uh my right hand she has a hefty hefty vitamin i mean she takes 16 pills a day Shoo. but you know what She's never sick. I mean, yeah. I've never once seen her sick or even Man. remotely acted like she was sick. So she's uh, robust, built to built to withstand the apocalypse when it comes to uh, immunity, immune system and in, in, in the body, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Now, one of the things too, sorry to cut you off again, six, is 
you know, we've talked about food a little bit and we're going to get into, you know, our most recent kind of trend we've got into, but you need to learn your body type. Yes. Uh, mesomorphic. It's mesomorphic, endomorphic, and oh ectomorphic? my gosh. What's the thing is ectomorphic. Yeah. So I'm not a expert on these by any stretch of the word, but I know for myself, I am mesomorphic. So what does that mean? I'm built like a caveman. I'm behind in the evolutionary uh, build. My tendons are about, and this has been backed up with x-rays, my tendons are about two and a half times the thickness of somebody who's endo or ectomorphic. Um, built to take a beating, you know? Mm-hmm. Hairier, shorter, whatever, whatever you want to say. But I'm a caveman, essentially. But because of that, a, a high uh, high protein uh, diet, sort of maybe like a paleo style diet where it's uh, no dairy, uh, nuts, berries, and uh, and meat, uh, kind of a hunter gatherer, so to speak. Um, but you know, I'm a sucker for cheese, so <laughs> same here. <laughs> you know I'm I mean? definitely so a sucker I, for cheese, man. So I, I don't, I you know, I don't follow it strictly, but. Uh, that would be better. And, you know, since six has met me, um, I was pretty big when he, when he and I met, uh, over that time, I probably lost 60 to 70 pounds. And then we split apart again, uh, as our careers went and, and, um, like we said, uh, the stress gets to you. I'm a stress eater. I eat my emotions and I have, I have ballooned back out. You know, I am, I'm, I'll admit it on here. I'm, I'm about 300 pounds right now. Uh, pretty, pretty hefty. Have to sleep with a CPAP machine just so I don't die in my sleep. So, so take care of yourselves, everyone. <laughs> yep. Learn from, learn from my mistakes. Yep. And uh, and I'm glad that MVP mentioned that about body types and whatnot because uh, certain individuals, especially for uh, playing on culture, for instance, right? Like, uh, say, if you're Asian or uh, if you're uh, African-American, like actually from Africa and stuff like that, your uh, body type plus the way your the way your culture eats has a direct effect. Uh, examples like say for Asians, right? They, they all rel- for the most part, they look relatively skinny. Right. But uh, you, you can you'll see skinny Asians who get heart attacks. Like, how the heck did this guy get a heart attack? He's freaking like a buck 50 and he's like five, five, nine. He's a buck fifty five nine. He got a heart attack. How the hell did that happen? Right? It's all because of that body type, as MVP mentioned. Like uh, how your body type plus your culture, how that processes the food that you're getting and the type of food you're getting, especially with culture wise, that plays a huge uh, uh, factor. I was gonna say risk, but it plays a huge factor. Uh, my example is I, I don't look. I don't look anywhere near as fat as I do. <laughs> like uh, you see me like, Oh, he's probably like a buck, like a buck 60 or buck 70. I'm probably like closer to two twenty, to be honest. If no I'm being way. A, I'm serious. I swear, man. There's no, there's no, no I swear. It blew my mind right now. There's yeah. no, there's no way. I promise. I'm like, uh, well, f- well, I'm probably like, I'm probably closer to two ten now. Now that I've started eating better, but yeah, I'm well past uh, 200 pounds. Oh my God. You just blew my mind. I would yeah. you wear it. Well, Yep. You wear it very well. It's uh, all in the it's all in the stomach, man. <laughs> but are you are you one of those that also are you also one of those that can lose weight relatively quick if you put your if you just change a few things? Probably. I want to say probably, but I, I mean, like I said, I haven't really tried. But now that 
now now that I have my doctor screaming at me, plus uh, my right hand nine, like oh, you need to get right or you're not going to make it past. You're going to see your first heart attack probably in the next 10 years. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Is that serious? Like, yeah. It's like, oh, shit. All right. Well, well, I don't want to fucking call it quits in the next 10 years. So uh, as MVP mentioned, like, take care of yourself and you're going to, uh, especially as you get older, things don't work as good as they used to, or things don't process as fast as they used to. So, uh, take care of yourself now before your body starts making decisions for you. And then you really have, uh, not a, not a lot to stand on. Um, especially like, um, certain foods, if you've already built habits around them, uh, my, my vice was sweets and cheese and, uh, red meats and, being told to cut a lot of that out is was kind of a slap in the face. So <laughs> I feel all of that. Man. Uh, so well, that's very I mean, interesting though, but that goes ties back into that, you know, that, that body type. But so for me, I guess, you know, instead of eating more red meats, I should probably focus on bison yes. or elk or fish. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, you know, uh, or chicken, yep. you know, uh, something along those lines. But, you know, my my gosh, uh, as we've all seen in the grocery stores, uh, those other things are super expensive. Yeah, uh, especially when you were mentioning uh, couscous, for instance. Right now, uh, I've seen couscous, but I never for uh, I'm the idiot who never knew what couscous was. Right. Or at least I saw it, but I didn't know that it was called that. I just thought it was breadcrumbs and turkey stuffing. And then. Uh, as MVP were talking offline, he's like, oh yeah, couscous. Like, oh, that's why it's only sold in the holidays or it's very popular in the holidays because it's freaking expensive. Holy shit. <laughs> like I've never would have guessed. I mean, <laughs> but uh, uh, we were, we were talking a little bit ago too about certain foods that like are really good for you. Um, uh, like uh, flaxseed is definitely good for you. Uh, what was the other stuff you mentioned? Uh, oh, offline? yeah. So chia seeds. So, Chia so seeds. we were getting ready to jump into our, our overnight oats discussion. Okay. So that's a, it'd be a good time to time with that. So for me recently, um, one thing I've tried to do, and this is also uh, my lazy side tying in with it, right? What can I put together last minute? And and I can do it the night before and it'll last for the next day. And when I get up, I can get 10 more minutes of sleep in the morning and then grab the, open the fridge, grab this and run out the door. Yeah. Uh, so get a Mason jar, put, uh, uh, let's see here. Two two whole cups of oats, and then I put um, and then I'll put uh like all you know all one hundred percent organic Greek yogurt, and there's good probiotics in there, right? Yes, it's you know it's some milk and things possibly, but uh, but uh, it's not a lot. So one of the small cups of Greek yogurt, and you can get them at the grocery store. They're like a, a single serving size one. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's a little bit more expensive than if you bought the large tub and portioned it out. So we're learning as we're going here, but, Mm -hmm. uh, put that in there. I put maybe, maybe a tablespoon worth of, uh, agave syrup, Mm -hmm. uh, but all, all, you know, 100% organic, all natural agave syrup, which adds a little bit of a sweetener, but not, not so much sugar, like regular honey would have Mm -hmm. now. Now go. You can go with regular honey too if it's a tablespoon's worth you're using. It's um, it's got other added benefits besides the besides being a little bit higher in sugar. So don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, 
I wouldn't get too hung up on that. And maybe you're asking me, well, why are you using the the or the agave over the honey? Well, that's just what I had in the house at the time. <laughs> Here goes my my lazy side again. Um, and so beyond that, I'll put a tablespoon's worth of chia seeds, a tablespoon's worth of flax seed, and then all natural like oat milk or, or uh, almond milk. Now you're saying, geez, MVP, what a biggity bitch using all that organic stuff and not regular milk. Well, just so you know, I am slightly lactose intolerant. So to save anybody who might be around me that day, <laughs> uh, I go with those. And then what do I do? I put it all in the mason jar, put the lid on, shake it up real good, set it in the fridge overnight to, uh, to settle. And the next day, um, it's pretty filling, uh, but it doesn't make you feel like super gross mm-hmm. uh, and bloated. And it's a little bit sweet to it as well, but uh, not overly sweet. Oh, and I forgot to throw like blueberries and uh, strawberries in there too, where you can slice up an apple, put it in there. I mean, you can put whatever fruit you want. I'm just a fan of, uh, of the mixed berries, the darker berries, just because they're high in antioxidants. That's, that's why I like to go with them. That's very true. And, and I've done this myself uh, as well. Uh, minus the agave syrup. And the only reason why I have it is because I don't have any. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I've, I've done pretty much all of that. And I've used oat milk. Um, what I found using oat milk, uh, I'm not lactose intolerant by any means, but I right. found that uh, when you use oat milk, it actually digests better, if that makes any sort of sense to anybody. Cause, um, uh, and, it's le- and it's less aggressive on your stomach, uh, especially people with like uh, ulcers or acid in- who get acid indigestion a lot. Uh, oat milk is like leagues ahead of uh, regular milk what in whatever shape it takes. Um, uh, so I can attest to this. Um, um, again, we're not dietitian or anything, but this works really good for us. And uh, it's kind of the things that uh, we've been told to, to start uh, take paying attention to. <laughs> um, and um, it's, it's really filling, to be honest. Like uh, you maybe even get like, you've even used like a quarter sh- uh, shaker of it. It's pretty filling. Um, so, I mean, I can only imagine if you use like a half cup or even a full shaker, y'all probably kill like three meals right there. If you really, if you really want to get with it. Um, uh, also like stuff like high in fiber, like a lot of, uh, green vegetables, like cucumbers, lettuce, stuff like that. Um, it doesn't have too much with calories, but it'd be, it, it really fills your stomach. Um, I was a huge opponent against vegetables. That's just because I'm a loser like that. I ate mostly, uh, junk food as a kid so like vegetables wasn't my thing but now um i'm slowly starting to get into it and it's kind of one of those like at first i was like forcing it down myself or forcing it down my uh down to my stomach but it i was amazed like just how full filling it is uh just eating vegetables right off by itself so i'm a fan (laughs) well so that's interesting you say that so uh my mother-in-law is um she's pretty diabetic Mm -hmm. and but you know like any any good Hispanic woman, uh, the day starts with coffee and pan dulce. Yep. <laughs> to all the things that, uh, uh the coffee would have creamer and sugar. So all the things, uh, all the things that diabetic should, should eat, right. That's what she yep. was eating. But, um, you know, since, since my father-in-law's passing, I think she's, uh, had a kind of a, a change on, on in life or whatever. So every day now, right. She'll, uh, it'll be a green smoothie that, that she'll make. And it's got, you just mentioned some of the stuff six. It's got cucumber. It has kale. 
Uh, I think there was like a Granny Smith apple or part of one in there. There's uh, like some limes. There's uh, some agave in it. There, there's a few other things. I, I know I'm missing some of the ingredients, but it's like this real vibrant green. I'm going to call it John Deere green uh, smoothie. And, and she drinks one of those every day. And it's it's had massive effects on her. Like she doesn't even have to take a quarter of the pills that she used to take, you know? So, so there are some added benefits to that. Now, you know, we're saying all this stuff and, and, and I get it. People listen to home like, Hey, that's great. Six and MVP, but God almighty, I'm out the door at 4.00 AM and I might not get home until 7.00 PM. Mm-hmm. I sympathize with you. I'm right there. That's why I'm still a bloated train wreck. Um, uh, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to maintain. And then when you got kids in a family and you want to go out on the weekends and do stuff and, you know, sometimes the, the options just aren't there or they're there, but they, God, they just don't seem appealing at all. Yep. Uh, you know, so, so and something you just touched on a minute ago, right? Talking about the cost of food and everything. You said, well, I grew up eating a bunch of junk food as a kid, but I think we all did, <laughs> you know, what, uh, it's just part of being a kid. But junk food's so much cheaper. I mean, you know, you've got kids. I've got kids. When you go to the store, you could buy a whole cart full of health food stuff, and that's five hundred dollars. Or you could have two carts worth of of uh, chips and sugary cereals and processed meats and everything else, and it's two hundred and fifty dollars. But you got two carts worth. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's crazy to me that vegetables and fruits and you know lean meats um are just so expensive but that's 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 kind of the market we live in i suppose yeah Um, you know i'm glad you mentioned that (laughs) because i just did a bunch of grocery shopping today and it blew my mind how much money i I spent i think i went through three different places and i spent close to 200 dollars at each place like just outrageous man um and we we can debate about why that is and stuff like that but for the most part, it, it's that's part of the discouragement, right? It's like, well, it costs a lot to eat healthy, <laughs> you know? I mean, shy of you growing this stuff yourself. And I think that's kind of where a lot of people shine as far as their home gardens or if they have like farms and stuff like that. That's where they really their own benefit. chickens, yeah. Yeah. It, but um, that's just the way we're living right now. And it's, and MVP touched on it and, I, and I'll sympathize as well, like, uh, sometimes, you know, you just don't have the time to do it. You don't have the time to do it. You don't have the money to do it. So like your only natural option is to just, well, time to fucking, uh, pop a cigarette and, and fucking uh, chug a monster or something like that. Right. That's like your cheapest option available. And it's for the most part filling, but you know, you do like eight to 10 years of that stuff. And next, thing you know, your, your blood is like half sugar crystals and and uh, grease <laughs> and your veins are so your, your arteries and veins are so narrow that they're, they're not pushing a high volume of blood anymore, but they do have high pressure in there. So if you get cut, you could probably, you could probably tear through metal with the pressure coming out of your veins. Yes. That's another thing like, too. Yeah. <laughs> we can just like, jet. yep. <laughs> and then, then that's exactly what happened to me. Right. Like, uh, uh, there were times too, when, uh, the doctors would ask me like, Hey, like, uh, did you drink coffee before you came here? I'm like, no, why? It's like, oh, because your blood pressure is pretty high, friend. Like, uh, if I were to say, like, you're like a, a 
a, a AP student <laughs> and you're supposed to be like it low, man. <laughs> you need wow. to shoot. You need to shoot for that lower grade uh, blood pressure, not the not the uh, 5.0 student uh, <laughs> GPA blood pressure. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things that we just got to deal with. So if there's a means, if you even have time to it or if you have 30 minutes, you can make yourself a quick meal to or a couple of meals to uh, survive yeah. you uh, throughout and, the week. And when you're on the road, you know, if you can, if you can, if you can somehow, again, I, I'm right there with you. I sympathize. If you can somehow plan ahead for while you're on the road or get yourself a cooler and some ice and figure out some options to, you know, better things to eat while you're on the road, please make those uh, steps. Cause I know, like I said, it's easy to go for that Whataburger at 3 a.m., you know, Denny's are open 24 seven. So when it's the middle of the night and you're, and you're hungry and you're on your way to the next job, just to stop at the stop there at the diner real quick and grab a burger and, and scarf it down. And you think to yourself, well, I'm going to get this cause I don't know what I'm going to eat again. So I want to get something in me that's going to last for a while. Mm-hmm. And then you say, well, I could get a salad at one of those places. But if you look at the caloric count on many of the salads and different establishments there, damn near more than the burgers are uh just because i don't know the dressing or whatever the case but yeah um, you're absolutely you know, I, you're, I sympathize with you it, it's yeah. it's tough to do it very it really is but then it also it, it also uh something you got to ask yourself like do you want to pay for it now or do you want to or do you want to pay for it later right and just fyi like, as you postpone it to the later side of the house it becomes harder and harder to manage uh, case in point is us, especially with the way we're having to deal with it. So like we the choices are kind of being made for us and um it's rough. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's rough. <laughs> uh, I mean I never thought I'd be sleeping with a CPAP machine. And here uh, I am. I almost can't survive without it, right? Yeah. Um now best sleep I've ever had in years, so I'm super glad I got it. And even if I did lose all this weight, I might continue using it just because it's like forced induction Mm -hmm. but um you know and and you you know new people in the career right we're talking about cost uh say you know well and and again i've been there with you uh i can either go spend forty dollars for some apples uh, a little bit of protein shake and some kale or i i can spend four for four at wendy's uh well I'm I'm new to new in the industry and I'm on a tight budget. So four for four it is. Right. <laughs> you know, again, not 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 belittling you, not uh, chastising you, but like Six said, pay for it now or pay for it later. Mm-hmm. Now now maybe you're young and, and and you're able to hit the gym for two or three hours every day. So you treat yourself every once in a while. Kudos to you. Uh, I was there at one time and I hope to get there again, maybe not two to three hours, but if I can at least get an hour or something in every day, so be it. Um, And my excuse is, well, I don't have the time. When do I have the time? The reality of it is there's time there. If you make time for it. Um, I just, I just choose not to, I do in my mind, the higher priority items. And then I let that fall off the, fall off in the back because I, I look at that as uh, 
Well, as soon as I knock out these higher priority things, then that'll move up the list, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's poor excuses. I- I'm calling myself out here. It's uh, it's uh, me being lazy and not holding myself accountable to uh, to myself. And you know, even at, you know, Christmas uh, time here, we just passed. Uh, it was my mom uh, came to visit, and she she looked at me, and I'm almost 100% gray in the hair and the beard now and overweight. And she went her, her first words when she had seen me and we hadn't seen each other in a couple of years was, wow, you look rough. So she, you know, over that time we were visiting, she goes, look, I understand all these things are important, but, but your health's got to be prioritized in there somewhere. You, you got to do something because otherwise you're going to, you know, six and I are going to end up stroking out together at a relatively young age. And who's going to be there to, to look after our kids. Very so true. You, you gotta, you gotta prioritize yourself. Um, and I, I know, I know how difficult that can be right. As a young professional aspiring to better themselves. So you devote and give everything you have to, to your profession. Um, but something gives right. And oftentimes, uh, it's you giving yourself up and, yep. uh, and then you suffer the consequences and I am suffering those now. Mm-hmm. Same here, same here. And I, I'll call myself on it too. Like I did exactly as MVP did like, Oh, I got these higher priority things that needs to happen. Uh, I'll do it when I have time. Um, it's like, Oh, as long as I can get 10 minutes of movement or something like that, you know, like something really small and minuscule, like, well, at least I did something, but Oftentimes, I kind of push that to the side in favor of something like a little bit more pressing, uh, whatever that is. And it's usually the health that kind of goes to the wayside because, oh, well, like um, I'll deal with it when I deal with it kind of thing. And that time has come a lot sooner than I thought it would. And uh, here I am dealing with it <laughs> or I have to now at this point, because uh, as MVP has said very sternly, like uh, the last thing I need is to stroke out uh, at some point in time. and we don't have anything set up and ready for the people that we leave behind. So uh, sorry, we got dark there for a second, but it's the, it's the fact. And especially for us as our aircraft maintenance, like our, our health is usually though one of the most neglected thing there is, uh, especially the stuff that we're around, the pace that we go around with and just the overall culture of like, we'll just shotgun a monster and freaking pound it. And then, drag a cigarette and move on yeah. with your life, you know, <laughs> sleeping salads are for the week. Yep. Nicotine and caffeine are, are what heroes are made of. Right. Yep. Um, and, and that works for you through your twenties. <laughs> yep. I can <laughs> works for you through your twenties. I can, but attest. eventually, eventually it, it does catch up with you. Um, my, my best advice that I could give to anybody is, is prepping, right. Meal prepping, mm-hmm. uh, just if you can take Sunday afternoon, evening, morning, or whatever time works best for you and your schedule, um, and spend that time just getting your food together through the week. Now, I ha- I do it where I make one thing and I'll eat it for five days in a row. Uh, pretty boring, uh, but it, it was what was when I was I should I should get back when I was doing that meal prepping. Um, you know, I eat the same thing every day for five days in a row just because it's cheaper and easier to do it that way for me. But, uh, you know, if you're going to do one of those green shakes that we were talking about or the overnight oats, mm-hmm. 
get everything that you need for that shake uh, portioned out, put them in Ziploc bags and throw it in the freezer. And every morning, have your blender already sitting on the counter. Uh, throw it in there, turn it on, put on your shoes, come back, pour it into a glass, out the door, drink it on the way to work or something. Mm-hmm. You know, just just whatever you can do to to maintain. Now, again, those of us and you who work on the road, um, a little bit more difficult to do. But hey, I've watched guys travel with blenders and microwaves in their vans so you know i guess if you have that ability uh and you're willing to willing to get yourself a little 60 dollar bullet blender or something uh throw in the van with you and and buy some vegetables at the local market and blend it up real quick or, or whatever you got to do right i mean that's uh, a good be one be- too. be better than me i guess is what i'm saying <laughs> it'd be better than me as too well because <laughs> i would not have done any of that shit i was like you know what uh, grab my coffee. Like the first two things I grab when I'm about to head out the door is my cup of coffee and maybe my keys. That's about <laughs> one of those things will go. I'll forget to catch. <laughs> but um, uh, that definitely something to do. Uh, I one of the best advice I would give for you is uh, if you haven't done so already, consult your doctor about it. See what your what your body type uh needs are. Right, like uh, you you can only have this much sodium, this much cholesterol, this much whatever. Uh, do so if you uh, as, so, as soon as you can, because uh, having been told this to my face in a very uh, finger wagging manner was kind of not fun. And I don't blame them for saying for doing it that way to me, but I, I kind of needed that slap in the face because I'm that type. Um, but once you figure out what those are, whatever your levels are supposed to be, uh, have some kind of way to keep track of this stuff. Right. Either nowadays there's apps for everything. So, I mean, like calorie counter apps, your Fitbit, some shit. Right. Something to like kind of like this is how much I have for the day. And uh, you can play around with it. See, like what kind of stuff that you can eat. So you're not making such a drastic change in your life. Like, OK, I got to cut out everything fat or everything red meat. You know, what I mean, like slowly work that way. in so, you know, just how much you can not a, a more and for lack of better words, get away with and not make such a huge drastic change right off the bat. So like. Uh, like in my case, uh, it was easy to to switch to mostly fish because I, I eat that shit a lot, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but like less tuna, more salmon or more uh, or less uh, fish eating other fish kind of a diet. Um, and then more so on the vegetables, which was a huge choke down for me for a good minute. But I'm slowly getting that the groove of it. And then... Um, um, and then just do like some kind of accountability check, whether it be your significant other, uh, some friends who are going through something similar, or like, uh, if you really want to be bougie with it, like have some kind of a coach or a dietitian, like scream at you every so often, <laughs> uh, there's different ways for about it. I think there's some, uh, uh, subscriptions or apps that do something similar to that effect. But I mean, if you need that kind of accountability by all means, but if you're, the kind who can just wake up and like scream at yourself and you actually listen, then by all means too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to have to play around with it, right? It's not a one size fits all right. Um, play around, see what works best for you. And then even if you do find something right out the gate, you know, six months from now, you might find yourself, geez, I can't, I can't eat any more salmon. I, I, I absolutely hate the fish now because I've eaten it so much. So don't burn yourself out too much on one. But as your body adjusts and, and gets uh, 
sort of kind of used to to what it's eating, you know, it might want to throw a wrench in the gears. Think of it like working out, right? If you do the same exercise all the time, you kind of you kind of plateau, or you're only working one one system, but there's five other subcomponents, you know, that that you could be uh, hitting on. So, yeah, you're just gonna have to, you're gonna have to play around with it, see what works for you. Try to mix it up so you don't get bored with it. You know, that's, that's a that's a that's a number one killer of these kind of uh, ventures is is the boredom. Like, oh my gosh, I can't. I can't eat plain chicken and rice again. No, oh, yeah, you know? uh, that was me. Uh, it wasn't just uh, plain chicken and rice. It was plain chicken and brown rice. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. Like by the third day, I just feel like jacking this just from the smell of brown rice. <laughs> no, that was one of the times when I was actually trying to uh, eat clean for some kind of uh, some kind of weigh-in competition stuff like that. I fucking hated it. But uh, as MVP said, like play around with it, see what you can do, what works best for you. And uh, if it's starting to plateau out, like seek out some type of help, be it a friend who who really knows what they're doing uh, or some professional help, whichever the case may be. But hey, let us know what you think. Like, uh, what are some uh, tips and tricks that you've done to help uh, yourself eat better or be more healthy? Uh, what sort of things like uh, are very helpful to you to stay on track with it? Some stuff to kind of break up the boredom or the monotony. Let us know, like uh, in all of our social medias. Let us know on our website. Hit us up on our email, or join us on Patreon on Discord. That's like the best way to get a hold of us and interact with us uh, routinely. Uh, we we chatted up in Discord like daily. So actually, like more than once a day. It's pretty fun, actually. It's good uh, to touch and base with our patrons. So let us know. Uh, tell us what you think. Hit us up uh, and and we can pause and. If we get enough responses, we can probably share some of these in a future episode. On that note, thanks again, uh, everyone. For I'm uh, sorry. Bef- before we end this, real quick, since we're talking about food and diet, <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta ask something. So, little background: the other day, I was listening to a podcast, and the guest on there was uh, an ecologist and with a specialty in bats. Uh, go travels around the world studying bats, their patterns, how they're beneficial to uh, the ecosystem and to to kind of just uh, their intricacies and how they can heal themselves, right? A bat can break a wing, but how it'll almost form its own cast around the break so that a bat can continue operating almost like it never even broke its huh. wing until it fully heals. So Anyways, uh, so he was talking about how, you know, a lot of people in, in certain parts of the world eat bats. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the Asias and he had mentioned how the flying foxes, which are the largest bat on the planet, they can get up with like a six foot wingspan. I don't know if you've, anybody's ever seen them at the zoo or lived in an area where those are, uh, just native, Mm -hmm. but they had talked about these hunters in the Philippines uh, hunt these flying foxes and then ship them to your homeland where they're eaten as a delicacy. Now I know in your homeland, coconut crabs are a delicacy. Yep. But I have to ask you, have you ever eaten a bat? I have not eaten a bat, but I have seen family members eat them. Um, 
me personally, the the smell really puts me off. Uh, maybe it's the bat itself, or it was the vegetables that went with it. it it's it smelled disgusting. <laughs> Let's say that it smelled disgusting. What but did it, it smell like? Uh, just to give me some frame of reference. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, I can't even put my finger on it, man. Like it has like its own distinct smell, and I, <laughs> I, it just—it's disgusting. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's all, all I could think of was when I learned that it was like I'm gonna ask six this question. <laughs> it smells. God, I hope he disgusting. says no. <laughs> it smells disgusting. But I mean, I haven't eaten it. But like I said, I've had family members who have eaten it, and uh, now that you mention it, those those individuals were in the best of health. I mean, minus whatever food else they ate, you know, that's high in fat and all this other stuff. Um, but um, they were right as rain. Now, I don't know if it was because of the bat or is they just because they eat right. But um, freaking, they were fantastic. Now. Uh, I will also, I can attest too from what MVP said, flying foxes are huge. It's like the freaking Batman. That's how huge these things are. <laughs> it looks like freaking Batman just freaking jumped out of, jumped off a rooftop. That's how big these things are. Like uh, baby pterodactyls, you uh, wanted to say. <laughs> but um, that's funny you mentioned that, man. Like uh, there's some uh, nutritional value to uh, bats and I've never explored it. And I didn't know that they can self-cast or uh, build some kind of a natural cast on their wings. Um, but I guess it's also the type of bat too, you know, um, like uh, a lot of flying foxes and stuff, they mostly eat fruits. So that's probably why they're in such good ass health. <laughs> um, I think there's other bats that can fucking plow a whole freaking, uh, like a whole sky's worth of mosquitoes or stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, uh, I'm curious about that now. I want to know like, Hey, uh, uh what's the nutritional value of bats and and things that go with it you know <laughs> yeah what makes you choose to want to eat a bat a coconut crab i i can get on board with that it's a crab yeah uh i mean you know a crustacean bottom feeder albeit but but a bat like what makes you look at a flying fox and say hell yeah give me some of that Right, I, I'd sooner uh, run from a from a flying fox than say, you know what? That I bet you that tastes like chicken. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I agree. You know, like I just it kind of it kind of blows my mind. But you know, it's often strange things like that that are considered uh, delicacies. You know, but um, you know, another thing I wanted to touch on before we ended too was you know uh, where you're from plays a, a big part on kind of what you eat right uh, a yes. lot of europe uh processed foods have been banned so you know the, the kids are kind of growing up with uh different foods they're growing up with foods like their grandparents or great-grandparents ate before all the processed was you know processed side of it was introduced uh we have not reached that point in the united states yet very much highly processed foods and i know a big staple uh six for for you was spam Yep. Um, and you make some delicious spam eggs and rice. I can confirm. Uh, but, and for me, where I grew up, uh, bologna, right? Yep. Uh, potato, potato, you know, potato, potato kind of thing. It's both processed, uh, forms of meat, but you know, it's kind of where you grew up on and, and kind of your income base, um, sort of really dictated what you ate and kind of, and, and we learn our habits at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, I still go for a bologna sandwich every now and again uh, as an adult. Uh, sue me. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> it is what it is. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like you mentioned that, especially for where I'm at. It's a lot of canned meats, especially spam. Uh, yeah. Now that you mention that, yeah, that's probably why my sodium level is freaking high as shit, too. <laughs> it's all the preservatives. <laughs> but 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 it was a staple, right? It's 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 what got you to adulthood. If you think about it, I mean, I mean, that was baloney for us. Like it, it just it you survived. It's it's it got me it got me to the age that I'm at today. You know, very true. And. Uh, sadly, we have to uh, switch gears on a lot of that to make it to the the next uh, cycle of our life. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, as God, I, I I hope I make it past fifty five. But to be honest with you, uh, it ain't looking good at this point. You know. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully, uh, we we can be examples and help turn it around for each other and for everyone else out there. Because uh, I I do want to be able to live at least for the next thirty plus years. Hopefully, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, if yeah. The world doesn't explode by then. <laughs> yeah, Lord knows. Uh, hopefully, we can avoid a nuclear, uh, nuclear fallout, nuclear winter. Yep. Uh, nobody wants a metro, metro exodus uh, in real life. I don't know if anybody's ever played that video game, but it's essentially life after a nuclear fallout. So yeah, let's uh, not do that, please. <laughs> let's please not do that, <laughs> please. Let's but, not do that. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, uh, if any of you listening or are or know a dietitian, um, you know, please reach out to us. We'd love to have continuing conversations. Uh, maybe you can help help us get on a better path than what we're trying to do for ourselves. You might be identifying some uh, flaws in our plan that we we aren't really seeing because, well, we're not dietitians and we like food. Um but you know, if you are you are or you know someone who is, you know, reach out and and hell, we'll bring you know bring you on the show and and continue this conversation because uh, I know and you know that the health of aircraft maintainers is uh, well, we're let's just say we're not the healthiest group of people, right? Uh, at at large, you know, I'm sure there are some, and I can't confirm there are some super fit, healthy individuals out there, but. Uh, for a lot of road dogs, it's not uh, not so very much, very much the truth on that one. But please, yeah, like as MVP said, like if you're a nutrition, you're a dietitian, you or you know someone is, please let us know. We definitely want to continue this conversation, especially for our own edification. Like we want to know ourselves, like what can I do to not make my blood fifty percent grease? Because <laughs> that's kind of what I'm living with right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only laughing because I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> please, by all means. <laughs> On that note, thanks again, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you again next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>